What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jake's Take Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Fur with the Mansfield News Journal, and we're talking Tigers yet again. Continuing our season-long series of highlighting the Mansfield Senior Tigers, our hometown football team. And last week, we'll get right into it. Last week here, they, they hosted Lexington for a homecoming game and put up probably their absolute best performance of the entire season. Came away with a 41 to 20, 41 to nothing win uh, over the Minutemen. Put up uh, 20 points in the second quarter, 14 in the third, and that was kind of all she wrote with that one. Uh, the Tigers, in Chokey Bradley, if you've been listening to the podcast, Chokey Bradley's been talking a lot about um, starting fast and making sure that the Tigers are ready to play right out of the gate, you know, get things going instead of waiting until the kind of the game feeds them what they what they can and can't do. Uh, and this week, uh, I, I don't know if he could ask for any of a quicker of a start. Aaron Thornton um, on the opening kickoff, uh, the Tigers kicked it away to, to Lexington. On the return, Aaron Thornton had a strip fumble, returned at 32 yards for a score just 12 seconds into the game. So the Tigers were already out to a huge lead, uh, had a 7-0 lead right out of the gate, and uh, that was that was almost all, all they needed. Uh, it was a perfect performance all over the field. Um, Amar Davis had his second 90-plus yard touchdown reception, um, and Duke Reese had his second consecutive 90-plus yard pass after having one last week against New Philly. Um, and Keontes Bradley had a 45-yard touchdown catch. Nate Dismuke had a breakout game. He had two uh, touchdown catches, one for 19 yards, one for 65 yards. And then Ricky Mills put the finishing touches on this thing with 328 left in the third quarter. Uh, with a three-yard touchdown run. So a shutout by the defense, a perfect performance by the offense, just uh, amazing eye-popping numbers that they just put up. Um, we'll go through a little bit of them here real quick. Um, the Tigers, uh, so Duke Reese was 7 for 17 passing for 312 yards and four touchdowns. If you do the math on that, that's 44.6 yards per completion. That's that's insane. That's that's just an outrageous number there. Uh, the Tiger offense piled up 409 total yards on just 35 offensive plays. So they averaged 10.5 yards per play, um, and they averaged overall point per play. They scored 41 points and only ran 39 plays. So, uh, man, it was just an efficient, efficient day. For the Tigers, uh, offensively, defensively, a, a shutout first time since twenty twenty or twenty nineteen. I'm sorry that they had a shutout the, that first round playoff game against Bay, um, and that, that's a big performance moving forward for those guys. I, I think uh, the defense is kind of getting getting a lot of confidence moving forward here, and it's it should bode well for them. They forced two turnovers on defense, held held Lexington to just one hundred seventy total yards. Um, and only 50 yards on 26 rushes, and I understand that a lot of those rushing yards came there in like the fourth quarter when both JV teams were playing. So um, under two yards per carry, um, and that's that's a way to win ball games. To be able to to stop the run and then hit on big plays was was huge for the Tigers there. So um, sat down with uh, Chokey Bradley, uh, the head coach of the Mansfield Senior Tigers. Got his thoughts just on the all-around game that they had. Then uh, picked his brain a little bit about 
Um, a, a very interesting story in uh, Aaron Thornton. Um, you'll hear a little bit of it here, but I'll explain more later in the podcast. Um, talked about offense, defense uh, on Friday night, just how big of a win it was on homecoming. And then we were, we dig, digged into uh, or dug into um, Matt, uh, Ashland a little bit. Um, that, there's a big game this week they have coming up with Ashland. So um, got Chucky Bradley's thoughts uh, if you want to just Hang on, take a listen. Uh, it's kind of interesting to hear what he had to say. He was in a, you know, obviously he was in a good mood after a big win. Tigers bounced back um, with with two consecutive wins after two consecutive losses and keep their title hopes alive. I mean, West Holmes still has some tough games left. They have to play Ashland yet, so um, you know, any anything can happen in the OCC, and we've seen that year to year. So. Hopefully, uh, hopefully things uh, kind of get interesting here with the last four weeks of the season. But here's Chokey Bradley just talking about last week. You've been begging these guys to to start fast. I mean, it's, it's 12 seconds into the game fast enough, and that was that was a heck of a start. Yeah, that's pretty dang <laughs> on fast, man. That's pretty fast, man. That was it was uh. Delightful to see, uh, you know, we talk about all three phases all the time here, yeah. offense, defense, special teams. So it was good to see our special teams unit to uh, go out and uh, and get us one, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, right at the start of the game, man, that kind of set the tone. We yeah. talked about that also, about coming out and setting the tone. Uh, so I felt like we was able to do that. I mean, and you guys blocked the blocked the field goal, right? So I mean, you had some yeah. pretty good, pretty good special teams play as well. I mean, Man, that's that's those are the, that's the signs of a good a good football team when when your special teams unit can uh, can step in there, man, and and uh, and make some plays. So offensively, uh, you guys averaged over ten yards per play. You averaged like forty four point six yards per pass completion, and you averaged over one point per play that you even ran. You had 39 plays and 41 points. I mean, that, that's just uh, your reaction to those numbers. I mean, it's... it's I never really looked all into it crazy. that way. Um, but but now that you're telling me that, that's that's pretty that's pretty freaking phenomenal, yeah. Andy, man. Yeah. Um, but I just think offensively, I thought, you know, Coach Owens uh, and our offensive staff did a really good job of, uh, of taking what the defense was giving us. Right. Um, you know, they came out and played cover zero, um, you know, versus our athletes, which, I, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't have done that. Um, but, you know, that's what they chose to do. Um, you know, they wanted to apply some pressure to our quarterback, um, you know, put our offensive line in some, some um, you know, peculiar situations. And uh, that allowed us to take advantage of, some one-on-one matchups in our passing game. And, and uh, you know, I, I think we are pretty favorable uh, when, when, that, when those type of opportunities are presented yeah. um, with the amount of athletes that we have on the perimeter and with Duke throwing the football. You know, he's a former baseball guy, and uh, he throws the ball pretty well. And seven completions, like 313 yards. I, I guess it was the first 300-yard game for a quarterback passing license. Jalen did it in 2013. And yeah. That, that has to kind of skyrocket this kid's confidence, I would hope. I think so, man. And that was good for him. He needed that. We yeah. needed that as yeah. the offense. And our receivers needed it. They yeah. know that, you know, they 
can take the top off at any time. They know they can do special things with the ball in their hands. Uh, so it was all it was good to to you know see those guys get those opportunities and and execute. Right. You know what I mean. And and all of those plays weren't down the field plays. Some of those were just little hitches. Great. You know what I mean? Where you catch the ball and you got a one on one scenario with a, with a defender in space. Uh, you make a guy miss, and now you know it's a it's a big game. Right. Uh, and so we, we we've been talking about that all summer, man. We got the talent to create opportunities with speed and space. Right. Uh, we just got to give them opportunities. So. And I mean, we knew. What, what Amar can do, and we know what all these guys can do, but it was we finally saw like Nate and Keontes had a really big, big catch and, and for a long game touchdown, forty-five yeah. yard touchdown. Yeah. Nate had a, kind of a breakout game. I mean, well, Nate Nate <laughs> Dismuse is an ultra competitor, man. He's an alpha competitor. Uh, he the way he plays on Fridays is the same way he plays in practice Monday through Thursday. Um, and so by the time we get to the game, man, it's. It's uh you know, he'd been playing like that all week. Right. Um, you know, so he he gives our you know, our defense, our DBs, uh, you know, our Friday night look, you know, because he only plays on one side of the ball. Um, so he you know, he goes after our DBs, man, and they're very ultra competitive um throughout the week. Uh, so you know, we've been seeing him make plays like that, you know, all year long, man. It was just his time. Right. And Aaron jumped off the page. I mean, he's the one that kind of made, got that strip and returned it, set the tone for you guys. Yeah. Now, I talked to him a little bit um, just before you guys got here, and, I mean, just his, you know, what he what he wanted to do for his father and, yeah. and kind of what all that goes through. And yeah, he's like, man, man. I, I kind of wanted to tear up in that moment, but I knew I had a football game to play. Yeah. I mean, and, was, and, but he's been playing with a lot of passion all year. Too. He has, man. He having a breakout year thus yeah. far. Um you know, that play was, was God sent. Yeah. And yeah. for that to happen like that and, and his father to be down there. His father doesn't get to make it to a lot of games. Right. But he was able to make it to this one and, and to be um, in that part portion of <laughs> right the, the end you know, of the end zone yeah. and for him to get that strip and score in that same portion of the end zone. Um, you know, I told him if if it was me, I would have just gave him the football. Right, it right. was our ball, That's and we got hoping. plenty of them. <laughs> right, um, right. You know, so in the moment, man, he should have just gave it to him. Yeah. Um, but you know, he didn't. He wasn't thinking, and yeah. you know, he's a great kid. So, um, you know, it was just a blessing for him and his family and his father. And I know, um, you know, it was a very emotional moment for him. Um, you know, it's a very emotional moment for all of us, right. you know, knowing that. And because, you know, Walt coached a lot of these kids right. uh, growing up in Little League. He coached my son, uh, you know, Kai and Keontes, um, you know, when they were little fellas right out here on Sundays, right. you know, playing in the fifth and sixth grade leagues. Uh, so there's a lot of, lot of talent on this team, man, that Walt has touched. Um, you know, not just Aaron, but, you know, so, you know, him being in the end zone, and that hap- that moment happened, that scenario right. happened the way that it did, and for it to come full fruition like that, you know, it was emotional for everyone. Sure. I think. Sure. Now we turn the page to Ashland. I think it was a, a few, maybe a couple years ago. You were like, you know, this this rivalry is kind of growing into our our you know what it used to be Mansfield Senior Madison. You yeah. guys kind of have a, a really good rivalry with these guys, and and, and emotions are probably still going to be high going in. You're on the road and everything else. I mean. Just, just the your thoughts on just the matchup in this. Well, it's gonna be a great game, man. Uh, Coach Cedar and his staff is gonna have those guys prepared. Is gonna have those guys ready to play. Um, you know, we, we we always have great games, whether it's there or, or over here. Um, 
you know, so we don't expect anything less than, um, you know, a, you know, a drop-down, drag-out, snot-bubble game, right. you know, between the two of us. Um, you know, we just hope we can come out on the end on top. Uh, but it all starts, you know, throughout our preparation, um, you know, in practice and, and how our kids approach the game. Um, you know, and, and it's my job to, to make sure those guys are ready to play, very well prepared, because um, I know they will. Right. I know I know Cedar's going to have them ready. Right. I mean, and four games left, and I think all these are extremely winnable games for you guys. I mean, what, what do you kind of hope to get out of these last four weeks as far as just preparation for, for the postseason and everything? Well, I just want to play each week, man. Take one week at a time, you know, take care of Ashland. Do whatever we need to do to, you know, be successful with Ashland. Um, you know, we don't want to look past any any one opponent. Um, you know, we we focused all our energy on Lexington when it was that time. Um, you know, the time is Ashland now, so all our energy and our focus will be on Ashland and how we can win that game, how we can stop them from, um, you know, being successful. Um, you know, in, in in all three phases of their game. Right. Uh, so, you know, that's just our focus. The playoffs, it's 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 right over there, and we know it. Right. Um, it'll get here one day. Right. Um, but right now, man, it's Ashland week. It's a big week. It's a rival week, and uh, we're gonna give this week the attention that it needs as 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 Tiger football. Awesome. Cool. That was Mansfield senior Tiger head coach Chokey Bradley. Um, man, I, I don't know if he could. He definitely couldn't have asked for a quicker start. He's been preaching all year for the Tigers to come out of the gates, start fast, play well, right out of the gate. And uh, they scored 12 seconds in, which is uh, just an amazing accomplishment um, for that team and set the tone for the rest of the game. You look at time of possession in that game last week. The Tigers had the ball for 17 minutes and 53 seconds. And Lexington had it for 30 minutes and 7 seconds. And you would think with with that kind of deficit in the possession time possession, it, it would lean one way, but it it led to the other way, and and the Tigers came away with a forty one to nothing win, which is huge. Um, and I talked with uh, defensive coordinator Sean Adams just kind of about the defensive performance, and you know, and and you kind of look at the stats a little bit of that defensive game, and you you know, in a shutout, you kind of expect to see. You know, a bunch of sacks, a bunch of tackles for loss, a bunch of turnovers, but they didn't didn't really have that. Um, and, and I think he kind of pointed that out a little bit. There was one sack by Mackay Bradley, um, four tackles for loss. Elias Owens, Keontes Bradley, and Ahmad Thomas both had one apiece along with um, Mackay Bradley with his sack. Um, so, I mean, you kind of expected a lot more. There was two turnovers, one right at the beginning of the game, um, and there was another fumble later on. So... Um, you know, in a shutout victory with scoring that many points on offense, you would think it was a, you know, a dominating defensive performance in it. And it was, I mean, you got to give it, give credit where it's due. It was a shutout performance. Um, but the scary thing is, is, um, Sean Adams thinks that this defense could play better, uh, and, and they haven't even tapped into their potential yet. So that's, that's a very interesting kind of storyline to keep an eye on moving forward here. And we also talked to him about, um, Aaron Thornton and and just everything that he did and I'll, I'll get into that story a little bit later but you've heard heard Chokey talk about it a little bit and and we'll uh we'll we'll dig into that here in a second so after this uh from Sean Adams that was the goal right that was the goal Friday night come out of here with a with a shutout victory man I mean what 
in your mind, what went into that thing? I mean, was it just you guys just seemed pretty fired up for that thing? Well, I, I, you know, I think the the kids were, you know, homecoming and all that. But you know, if you actually go back, and then this is my opinion, and sometimes I'm probably a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, I don't think we played all that well, and um, you know, I didn't think we were tackling well. I didn't think we were hitting at all. I saw us hustle some. I, I saw us run into the ball, but you know, it was nothing like that we've seen before. Right. And if we're going to be good, we have to play up all the time. Right. And you know, we, we did what we had to do, but I, I just don't. I was disappointed that I didn't feel like we got any better. I was going to say, looking at the stats, I, you know, I was in a shutout victory. I was, I was expecting to see a lot of tackles for loss, a lot of sacks. There was, there was one, one sack, one tackle for loss. I mean that. But at the same time, I mean, you only allowed less than two yards per carry in, in the rush game. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah. Take, take what you want there. And, and they, you know, they, they had some opportunities to complete some passes yeah. that, that weren't completed. Um, and then, you know, we were, we were looking Saturday morning. There was 60 yards of their total 120 that were on three plays. Right. And um, you can't take plays off. Right. We got we got a, a bunch this week. You take a playoff with them, and they're gonna they're gonna make you pay. Right. Yeah, I mean, talk talk a little bit about Ashland. I mean, obviously, you guys were hard at work. I mean, you come in here every Sunday and and just kind of dig into into every team, but I mean, it looks like you put in a lot of work in this guy. Well, guys. we do. I mean, you know, I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Coach Cedar yeah. and, and what he does over there, and, and I've told him so. You know, I think that they're, they're a tough bunch to prepare for, um, you know, but, you know, I think we got, we got good kids and, and we can prepare for them, and, and we're going to go over there and, and see what happens. It's always a fun game. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing that I, I see is, you know, they've got playmakers all over the place. The Spots kid had a great game last week running the ball. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, they got McFrederick at wide out and then John Metzger at the other way. Right. And then the quarterback is just, he's, he's making plays. Yeah. I mean, where do they come up with these guys? <laughs> right. They grow um, them over there. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we definitely have our hands full. Um, and, you know, we, we just, I have an utmost respect for Sean Seaver. Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk about Aaron Thornton a little bit. Um, you know, I, I watched, the, there was a video on, on mm-hmm. Facebook where he, he stripped the opening kickoff, took it back 12 seconds in, you guys were up 6 nothing. kick a field goal, you're up 7 nothing. And, I mean, and, and his, his dad, um, he, he kind of told me everything that was going on with his dad and everything. And, I mean, the, the kid's just kind of blossomed this year for you even from game one I thought he was huge well I he has and and we were we were looking for that potential from Aaron um, even last year right. and then he got we had a game and then he he just kind of got injured and we never saw him again right um, but you know even if we watched the film from last week there should have been at least four sacks that he had right. we didn't rush you upfield shoulder right. and we didn't we didn't break down and, you know, those are the things that I wasn't happy with right. because that's what we, te- we right. teach is rush you upfield short so he don't spin out. You get a sack. Well, we didn't do that. Right. And look what happened. So, I mean, it's those little things that we're trying to take care of. But, you know, Aaron is, is fast. Mm-hmm. Um, he's tough. 
Um, he's aggressive. Um, you know, and, and I don't think, Jake, people realize what we go through here. Yeah. Um, for, for him to be able to do that, and, and we, Choke and I were talking after the game to him, we're like, well, why didn't you just put you the just ball in his lap? Give him the ball. Yeah. He's like, well, I didn't know we could. I, and we're like, put the ball. Well, right. Who gives we'll, a We'll take the flag. Right. <laughs> Give him the ball. Right. But right. how cool is that, yeah. that he was able to, to do that right in front of his dad? I right. mean, that's, that's pretty touching. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he just, he, he credited you and, and Choke for, he said, you know, this year he's taking things a lot more serious. He's taking it serious in the weight room and film session. He's, he's got his tablet at school and science class, and he's watching some film and, and stuff like that. But he says he, he sees what you and Choke and, and J.O. and all the coaches put into making them successful, that he wants to be like, you know what, then I need to take this serious. I need to put what I want in or what I want out of it I need to put in kind of thing. So not, not all kids have that that mental fortitude that he has right now. Well, well and, and it's because of all the stuff that we go through and, right. and what, you know, we're not, we're not going to lay down. Right. We're going to, we're always going to bounce back up. And, and Aaron Thornton is one of those kids that will always do that. Yeah. Just like everybody else. But these guys on defense, they, they, they study um, and they, they look at their opponent and they, they say, oh yeah, and that's what they're talking about. Right. right. And, um, you know, I just, uh, Aaron Thornton has had a great season, I, and I couldn't be happier for the kid. And, and uh, he know he had a good track season he, last year. I mean, he's he's just blossoming into a, a fine a, uh, athlete and, and young man. That was defensive coordinator Sean Adams of the Mansfield Senior Tigers. Um, man, big time performance from that defense. And like you heard him say, I mean, he he expects a lot from that defense and. He expects them to play even better moving forward here, and that's that's going to be hard to top after pitching a shutout. Uh, it doesn't happen every every week. Doesn't happen every year, as you saw. Uh, the Tigers um, didn't didn't have one last year. Had one in twenty. Their last shutout was in twenty nineteen, and they've had some great defenses over the last few years too. So I mean that's that's no small feat to be able to to have a shutout. So let's dig into this uh, Aaron Thornton story, man. It was so interesting to sit down and talk to him. You know, I initially I sat down just wanted to talk to him about that opening play and kind of how you know he helped the the Tigers start fast and and that's kind of how Coach Bradley's been preaching all year how how he wants his team to start is you know come out fast, come out focused, ready to play. There's no no way no bigger way to to show that you're ready to play than to you know take the opening kickoff away from the opponent and and go down and score off of that and and Thornton was that guy, um, but the interesting thing was I mean, he's got a really cool story. Um, his father a couple years ago suffered a brain aneurysm and and I believe a stroke along with that kind of lost some mobility in his arms and legs and he can't walk. Um, he, you know, and he's, he's fighting his way back to, to talking and, and, you know, being cognizant of everything. And, um, he doesn't make it to a whole lot of games, uh, and, and rightfully so. I mean, with what he's going through, what he's trying to, trying to bounce back from, um, it kind of takes a lot out of him and takes a lot of energy to do that. So, uh, but he was there Friday night and, and, uh, he saw his son, sprinting towards him so his his dad was sitting in the in at the end of the end zone on the side that Aaron Thornton returned that that fumble 
uh, and was just sprinting right towards his dad. And, and uh, you know, it was a special, special moment. Uh, Aaron, it was Aaron's first um, touchdown of his entire career. So his dad was able to see that. And he was able to put on a show for his dad. And that's just, that's something, you know, that's that's what high school sports are all about. Um, you know, being able to make your parents proud and, and, you know, and I think that's something a lot of high school kids kind of take for granted. Um, you know, they get to play in front of their parents every single week. A lot of them get to play in front of their parents every single week and do things to make them proud. And, and, uh, you know, when, when that kind of thing is taken away, um, on a week to week basis, you kind of, kind of sit back and think a little bit. Um, I was fortunate enough to play in front of my parents, uh, every single basketball game that I suited up. My mom and dad were both there. My dad was always sitting in the front row. Um, And, you know, that's something, you know, I think if I didn't have when I was playing, I I don't know how I would have been able to kind of do the things I did. So, um, you know, big time story from from Aaron Thornton here. And and congratulations to that kid. Congratulations to that family. And we wish them nothing but the best moving forward. Hopefully very soon, um, Walter Thornton, who is, is Aaron's father, will be able to you know, make it make it out to every game every week. Because uh, from what I understand, he was a he was a youth coach uh, in Mansfield and, and coached a lot of the kids that are on this this Mansfield Senior Tiger team right now, and um, you know touched a lot of lives. So I think it was a big big moment for those that program, big moment for Aaron. Um, and let's get him. Let's let's hear his side of the story and and just how uh, how amazing that moment was for him. Into going into that one, obviously, coach is just always talking about starting fast, starting fast, and just how much better that will make you guys. And you score with, what, 12 seconds into the game. Uh, you strip a, strip a ball away and, and take it in. I mean, tell me about that play and kind of what it did for that entire game. Um, So that play meant a lot more to me because um, my dad, yeah. he was there at the back of the end zone. So, you know, I ran down there, went to make a play, and we held him up, and they were pushing him. And he didn't have full control of the ball, so I stripped him, took it back, and I'm like, this is how we want to start the game. Yeah. This is what choke means by starting fast, and that's what I wanted to do. So your dad was in the back. I saw the video. Your dad was in the back. Was it his birthday? Um, No, my dad had a uh, brain aneurysm okay. uh, a couple years ago, okay. and he doesn't get to come to a lot of these games. Right. And this was the first one, I think, this year for okay. him to come, and I'm just like, I got to go make a play for my dad. And was he was he down there filming it? He was the one filming it, or was no, that someone down that there? That was my mom filming. Okay, cool. So, yeah. I, I mean, to to do that for him, man. Uh, I mean, what would that feel like for you? Um, I I wanted to tear up. Yeah, but yeah. we were in the middle of the game, so I just <laughs> had to keep going. But other than that, I was just happy. Yeah, hyped the whole night for that. I mean, is he is he one of your biggest fans? I would imagine. Biggest fan and my coach when I was younger, so it was a lot there. My best friend, so. Yeah. And to to have him at the game, I mean that that alone is probably pretty special for you. Oh yeah, it was it was the highlight of my whole night. Yeah, not just the score, but to to for him to be there was just a big thing. Yeah, uh, and then you guys put up an amazing defensive performance. All I mean, all around game. Uh, I mean, just what what did that game feel like for you and and for your team? And I mean, you guys beat them forty one nothing and just. Absurd numbers all across the board. I think it was, it was a good. I don't know how to put it, but it was something that we were looking forward to. Like the defense was talking about putting a shut up, shut out the whole time, that they don't score, and then the defense was talking about was put up forty points on them, and they did that in the yeah. defense. We had to do what we did, so it was a it was a big thing for us. 
defensively this year, I mean, you you kind of you really emerged. I feel like I mean, just seeing your numbers, seeing your first game of the of the year, and you had a big big game there. You had a big game last week. I mean, talk, kind of talk about your progression and, and kind of how your how your mentality has changed throughout these last few years to to where you are where you are right now. I think I didn't. It, I changed in the fact that I didn't take it serious as much, and then. Uh, Adams and Choke put trust into me this year for defense, and that's that's all they put their trust into me. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give back what they want. Right. That's probably the whole thing this year is just to think about taking it serious and not letting them guys not trust me no more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think in like former high school players, high school athletes, I think that's one of the biggest regrets uh, is is to not you know they didn't take it serious enough, they didn't work hard enough, if they they would have you know they would have had a lot of success and you kind of found found that kind of mindset early uh, and how, how, I mean how much has that kind of helped you progress here a lot a lot because I take stuff serious now in the weight room um, on the field anywhere film I watch that daily I watch that anytime I can watch film on my Chromebook in school on my phone I will watch film just <laughs> just so I know that I'm taking it as serious as the next guy or a series that's choking them. Because yeah. I know that's what it's going to take to win. So science class is mostly a, oh, a, film, a film breakdown? Session. Yeah, it's a film session. session. <laughs> All right, man, I appreciate it. Yep. That was Mansfield senior Tiger, senior linebacker Aaron Thornton with uh, just one of the most feel-good stories of, of the entire year. Um, just just an awesome way for uh, for the Tigers to, to kind of honor his dad and for him to honor his father. Just awesome. Uh, there's no other way to put it. It's just a very incredible feeling. Um, now, so let, let's transition a little bit to the offense. Um, offensively, the the Tigers were on point last week, and we kind of ran through all the numbers already. You know, 107 yards or 407 yards of total offense on 39 plays. Um, man, it's just that was that was just a heck of a performance. Efficient all over the field, big plays, ninety yard touchdowns, multiple you know twenty twenty plus yard touchdowns. Just a great performance. Duke Reese um, had 100, 313 yards passing. It was the most passing yards by a, a Tiger QB since uh, since Jalen Reese, the the current Mansfield senior quarterback coach and Duke's cousin, did it back in twenty thirteen. So. Um, Crazy thing is, Jalen needed um, 28 pass completions in order to reach over 300 yards, and Duke just needed um, seven <laughs> total, seven total pass completions to do that. So um, let, let's sit down and talk with uh, the offensive coordinator, Jacob Owens, um, who had one of the best play calling games. Um, and, and just made those adjustments. He, you know, we they talked a lot about how Lexington kind of stacked the box and and was bringing a lot of pressure to kind of get to Duke a little bit and make him beat beat them. And uh, you know, he just kind of got the ball out quick to his playmakers and let them do their thing. So here's Jacob Owens just on the on the great performance last week, and then what he kind of expects from Ashland. So you you averaged more than one point per play. You guys ran 30, what, 32 or 39 plays? I can't remember. But Something like that, yeah. And scored 41 points. Crazy. That, that's called efficiency in my book right Yeah. There. At one point, Duke was like two for seven, but both his passes were touchdowns. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's, it was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, what, what was it that worked so well? I mean, Choke said you guys, you took what the defense gave you. I mean, yep. they were 
they were kind of stacking the box, and you were like, okay, yeah. let's, let's get it outside a little bit. Yeah, so they were going cover zero. And like I said last week, anytime we get man-to-man oh, yeah. with our guys, we're going to take a shot or complete a hitch and then right. go for a touchdown. So we were just taking what they gave us. They literally were stacking the box, which yeah. I don't know what was going on. It makes you just yeah. rub your hands together. Yeah, I was cheesing ear to ear when I seen that. So yeah. when we get, we get matchups like that, man, we just take what the defense gives us. And our kids made plays. Uh, I mean, making plays, Duke Reese, 7 for 17 with 313 yards. I mean, I'm, yeah. no, I'm no math genius, but that's 44.6 yards per completion. Yeah, he, he that's was. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, he was getting the ball to his playmakers. Yeah. Uh, some of the plays that he threw, like he threw a couple away. That's why he wasn't Correct. as efficient. Correct. Um, give Lexington credit. Their front three were causing a little bit of problems. Um, they're good. They're big, kind of physical. Um, but like Chuck was saying, we just took what the defense gave us. They want to go cover zero. We'll take that all day. Right. You um, guys average over 10 yards per play, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, I mean, that sort of, I don't know if that just, that's got to make you happy as an offense. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime we can get that many yards or, or, or points in the game, that's what we want to do. Right. We want to exploit their weaknesses and score touchdowns. And, our kids did a great job of taking what the defense gave us and capitalizing. I mean, we all know what Amar can do whenever he touches the ball. I mean, second straight week he had a yeah. 90-plus yard touchdown. Yeah. But the emergence of Nate, yeah. that, that was, that's, that's got to be big moving forward, too. I mean, you got to get a couple more confident kids out there. And Absolutely. He, he probably just gained a lot of He did. Nate, Nate gained a lot of confidence. Um, I love Nate. He's a competitor. Yeah. He's a very fiery kid. Um, sometimes he gets in his own way. But – that's, that's who he is, and, and we love it. You know what I mean? And he makes an unbelievable catch across the middle with one hand and, and then yeah. making the move afterwards. It was yeah. just unbelievable. So he's, he's a great kid, um, a, a big competitor, and he showed it Friday night. To, to score 12 seconds into the game, a special team score. Yeah. What, what, is, what does that do? Right. It does everything. For an offense. It does everything, man. When, when you can get points out of your special teams – as an offensive coordinator or anybody, like, that's a, a bonus. And when it was 7-0 with 12 seconds in the game, I was like, whew, thank you. We'll take it. Let's, let's dig a little deeper into right. the playbook. Yeah. Right. I mean, is, does, does, that, does it open up everything for you? I mean, you're, you're not trying to get the lead anymore. You've got the lead, and, and you can kind of just – Well, we're supposed to go and stick to our game plan. It's just, yeah. it's just an extra bonus. It just right. gives you a, a little sigh of relief for a quick second, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. How do you, how do you attack – the Worcester Air or the Ashland Air. So. Ashland, so we're 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 gonna stay consistent with what we've been doing. You yeah. know, a balance attack, try to run it, try to throw it. Again, just taking what the defense gives us, man, and that's the biggest thing for our offense. It's just taking it, taking it, and and exposing whatever weakness they have, and going from there. That was Mansfield senior offensive coordinator Jacob Owens. Um, and like I said, just a great performance there by the Tigers last week. And, you know, they, they hope to kind of do the same this week. Um, they, they travel over to Ashland. And this is not going to be an easy game by any means. The Arrows last two two weeks are, have scored um, 102 points total. Uh, they've outscored their last two opponents 102 to 21. So, um, you know, Big time! I think this team, this this Arrow team, is really starting to pick things up. The only downside here, you know, they're four and two, but their uh, four victories are against teams a combined four and twenty. So, um, 
you know, not a not a huge, you know, there's not a signature win on, on this schedule. They beat Marion Harding 0-6. Buckeye Valley is probably their best win at 3-3. Three and three. They beat them 34-16 in Week 2. Um, then they just kind of knocked off kind of the bottom of the barrel OCC teams the last two weeks. Mount Vernon 53-7 and then winless Madison um, 49-14. So they've, they have two wins over two winless teams. Um, and, and, I mean, you can't help. Your schedule, yeah, that's just kind of how things uh, kind of played out. So look into that however you want um, and, and take it for what it's worth. But um, you know the the tiger, the the arrows are kind of looking for that signature win, and and you know this this week could be the week if they can manage to knock off the tigers. That would be the feather in their cap as they you know they kind of enter the the tough part of the OCC schedule here. They have Mansfield Senior this week undefeated West Holmes and then Worcester in week nine finish up with Lex in week 10. So um, just, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see how things shake out here Friday night, but I think the, uh, the biggest concern, I think the biggest key to this game um, is again, defensively. I think the, the Tigers played probably their, you know, they pitched a shutout last week. They're, they're playing very well defensively. Um, Ashland loves to throw the ball all around the yard, and, and that kind of suits what Mansfield Senior likes to play against. I mean, they have athletes all over the secondary and that can you know get get in there and make some plays and, and force some turnovers. I think that's kind of their MO here this week. Offensively, um, you know, you, you can't – for the Tigers, you can't rely on the big play every single week. I know they've had two consecutive weeks of 90-yard touchdowns. Um, and, and, you know, they've scored in multiple ways, special teams, but that's not something that you can kind of count on every single week. Um, and, and, you know, they definitely have that ability, no doubt about it. They have the ability to do that every single week, but that's not something you can kind of game plan for. You don't have a 90-yard play in your playbook. Um, you, you just have a play that could break it, break open to a 90-yarder. So, um I think the, the Tigers need to kind of get back to, to kind of what makes them successful, being able to run the football with multiple guys. Um, you know, don't rely on just one guy to try and get you all these yards. Um, you know, look at everywhere else to, to kind of establish a run game and then hit them with the, with the pass game. Um, I, I think this is going to be a, a game of strength against strength on both sides of the ball for both teams. I think both teams' secondaries and wide receivers – are extremely good football players, um, and that that's kind of where this game is going to be won. Who can make, you know, who can make the bigger plays here, and and who can make, um, you know, who can make the other team kind of miss. So, um, you know, moving forward here, I think this is going to be a, a kind of a game that both teams look back on to see how the trajectory of of their season in the last three weeks of the of the year is going to gonna go um you know if, if ashland can win this game and and they can go into west Holmes and give them a game beat worcester beat lex i think that's a pretty successful season um going into the playoffs and if the tigers win this one i don't i don't see them losing the rest of the way um you know they have worcester who who's kind of struggling right now uh then they have mount vernon and madison in the final two weeks i think they can use those two weeks to to prepare for their um playoff opponent whoever that might be so um i think this this game here is the turning point for both of these squads and it'll be a fun friday night um hope everybody gets out there to watch this one i think it'll be a great one and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week when we uh talk about 
what happened here on Friday night and then uh, dig into Worcester a little bit. The the Tigers return home uh, for two games before going away to Madison. So big time, uh, big time stretch here. It's it's going to be a fun end to the season. So we'll talk to you guys next week.